podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. There are just two games left and we are so, so close. I'm Charles and with me, so that I can basically ask them if it's Saturday yet, are Chesie and Danny. Well, welcome to the pod. Um, is it Saturday yet? I, I wish. It's not. Oh, <laughs> it's not. Oh, it's oh. not. Oh, calm down. Oh. <laughs> I've got ants in my pants, Danny. <laughs> and I just want it to be Saturday. <laughs> oh dear can you taste it can you taste it <laughs> oh i love it's it it's like it's right in front of your mouth and you can oh. smell it the league one uh i don't know what what chocolate starts with an out lime the league one lime can you taste it you can smell it oh dear, oh, or, dear. Is it, or is it a league one lilt a league one lilt <laughs> The League One ladle. It doesn't exist anymore. We can use it. (laughs) League One ladles just scooping something up and just hanging it in front of your face. Come on. (laughs) I'm emotionally shattered already, and we've not even got to Saturday. Do you know? I'm exactly the same because if last week at Carlisle didn't take it out of me enough, and then Tuesday (laughs) not being able to know what the score was while I was at that gig. That took it quite a lot out of me. I feel like if I was a battery right now, I'd be around about sort of 67% full. (laughs) Just continually draining. And a little bit, you know, gets topped up during the week. But then there's just another emotional roller coaster, isn't there, every single match day. It's so hard. And it's it's not going to stop, is it? Because Tuesday night, there's games going on that, have an effect on us potentially and then of course there's Saturday which is now an absolutely huge game I mean it was always a big game we knew it was always going to be a big game but now it's like just beat them and we're done yeah it's cup football basically right Oh, just get Keith in it's like throw the kitchen (laughs) sink and hope for the best day where's the day (laughs) I mean, it's there. It's. It, it, I mean, even a draw might be enough. No, 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 no. Let's not put the idea out there. Just it might be. Hey, look, it might be enough. But Jeffy has already mentioned the fact that she cannot deal with the maths. <laughs> I can't deal with the maths. Despite being very good at maths and being a teacher, she can't deal with the mathematics. It's too oh, much. What happens? It's too much for her, Daddy. It's way too much. I'm too so emotionally I'm, drained. So basically, I thought everything. the first five minutes of the pod would be basically Danny doing maths. Uh, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Rubbish at maths. Basically, all we need to know is, basically, what I do and what I've mm. always done is, you know the screen, um, the, the south screen. sand, the big screen, yeah, yeah. when it yeah. says congratulations, because that's <laughs> what it did last time, I'm like, woohoo, <laughs> because I can't <laughs> might... cope until I actually see it. It might now say congratulations. <laughs> at the moment but uh, it's nope. getting fixed it's getting uh, fixed it's, what get Charles wants to get the new one, get the new one. Uh, I don't know what's going to be fixed quicker, that or Phil Dunphy's step in his staircase. Um, it will be fixed. 
but no, come on, it's nearly there. It's nearly there. It's. Oh, I it's mean, I can't. Touching distance. It's it, agony, I can't, isn't it? Selfishly, I want it to be done next Saturday. A because I just want oh. to have. I want you guys to have a party at Tranmere. B because I can't go to Tranmere. But C because of last season, I just want it. I want it done as quickly as he can. But D, am I on D now? You are on D. D. Yeah. Yes. D. Seven. Just <laughs> after what happened last season, it's ah, uh, it's to to have to the fact the very fact we've got this situation is ridiculous. Um, because we're just thinking playoffs, we're thinking we're going to drop down, we're thinking injury is going to get the best of us. But the way we performed on Tuesday, the way we controlled that game on Saturday, for the most part, is incredible. And the fact that we've got. We're coming into a game now where it's basically winning. We're up mm-hmm. with a game after that to spare is beyond anything I think any of us could have hoped for because we're just constantly thinking it's going to be the third or fourth playoffs. You know, it's going to be right in the edge of stuff. But the fact it's in our hands is testament to what they've done. It's it's mad. Like, there are what, many what different... a game to play to get up as well. And yeah. you know what I'm going to say, Charles? Oh, Danny, go away. <laughs> Oh, right, listeners, just prepare yourself because Daddy is week of this. This is a week for some sort of horrible narrative that is clearly just going to jinx everything. So, Danny, I'm taking my headphones out as long as I listen to it. Quite right, Jesse. As long as everybody is aware right now that what you were about to say is essentially sacrilege right now in everybody's mind. Over to you, Danny. Shall Nobody's just not listening. They've all decided. No, I think you shouldn't say it. No, I won't say it. I won't say it. You know what I'm going to say. So good. I won't say it. Good. Let's not say it. Um, good. Let's not say it. There, there ten, are. Ten I have ten, to say. Ten years since. Ten years since Bradford. I'm going to say ten years since Bradford, Charles. Ten years since Bradford of the player finals at Wembley. The thing standing between us and League Two and League One, Bradford City again. Narrative. Hashtag narrative. Anyway, let's leave I that I don't know. People have still got their headphones out. How are we going to get them back in? Someone shout. <laughs> Hang on, quick. Somebody said one of those mass alarms out that we had on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I didn't get that. Oh, no, Daddy mean? didn't get it. Oh, Daddy is technically a non-league person. I mean, I think they've probably, the government, been scrolling through my Twitter and decided to it just oh, he's get a my green. profit. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, agreed. No. So can I bring can this situation himself. back to reality? Of course. Yes. That would be great. I mean, well. So there are, I believe, some really vital things about the next few days and weeks. Mm. The first one is, as Danny says, that we are in a far better position than I think what we anticipated. I think what any of us anticipated, given the situation that the club is in at the moment. Two, we have a stream of injuries that is, I think, beyond what we should be able to cope with. And I don't know how they've managed it, but they have. Mm -hmm. There was a point where... I was really concerned that that could be detrimental towards us. But at this point in the season, we've got a mega turning point now because psychologically, these players can see the end. And what they know is they know with one big performance that they can do it and then the pressure is completely off. So I think having that mindset shift and knowing that you can just put in the best shift you possibly can at six fields on Saturday to get that result, that will massively help in terms of preparation this week because they know they have just got to go out and perform. And and on Saturday, and 
they looked tired. They really did. They managed the game beautifully. It was perfectly done, almost, minus the goal, um, in terms of the fact of the control and the game management. But they looked exhausted. Mm, That's okay. That's okay for that game. You have to wipe that completely now for Saturday and just put everything that you've got in that tank, take it away. Because it's almost a one chance. I know you've got that next game, but if they view that as that one chance, then the outcome, I think, will be better for them. Yeah. I, see it, see I it think, as a final, basically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cup, cup, yeah. Final. cup final. Yeah, just play, it for, play for your life. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Saturday's game against Harrogate then. I've got some three-word reviews for no you here, folks. Um, Cobblers 3, Harrogate 1, by the way, uh, just in case you weren't aware. Uh, Karen said, almost over the line. Bucello said, <laughs> E-I-O. Oh, it's finished it. It's st- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stuart, one win away. There were a lot that were the same, by the way. So I've not put every single one that's in that is essentially saying that we're one game away, right? That, I've left a lot of them out. Stuart was the first one in with it. Steve, nerves are shredded. Yep, basically. Although that second half, I felt a bit calmer. No, I didn't. Like you well, said, we'll talk I about did it. Not. No, I did didn't. Not. Oh, no, we'll I talk didn't. about it. We'll talk no. about it in a minute. Tony, <laughs> have that, lads. Thomas, League One calling. Ryan, two more points. Tim, close, so close. <laughs> Valerie, fantastic birthday present. Yes, happy, on, birthday, Valerie. Valerie. happy birthday, Valerie. Happy birthday, Valerie. And also, happy birthday to uh, Dale, one of our patrons, Melbourne Cobbler. Happy birthday, Melly. Happy birthday, happy birthday mate. Uh, oh <laughs> uh, Simon, we're going up. Mark, very nearly there. Brian, surely, surely, surely. Uh, Emin, I like this one. Very effing near. <laughs> um, Patrick, everyone's digging deep. Cam, thank you, Gillingham. Yes, we'll definitely be thanking Gillingham uh, after that marvellous equaliser in the final moments. Of you never know, they could make a playoff charge. <laughs> <laughs> it might be gone. Adcott 86, a professional performance. Jonathan on the cusp. Harry, not done yet. Daniel, one more dance. Oh. Mark, don't get complacent. Yes, very good. Like that one. Who was that? Mark. Well Mark done, Mark. That. I really like that one. Don't Paul get complacent. Squeaky bum time. Dave, nerve, nerves are shot. Rita, am I dreaming? No, Rita, you're not. You're not dreaming. <laughs> uh, Kat, mum loves Sammy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Anybody follows. Manager. Yeah, hashtag. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Carl, we're nearly there. Lee, game management masterclass. I love that one. Um, John, right. Now breathe. Good one. Lee, professional job done. Sean, bring on Saturday. And then I've saved two. I've saved two for you. Not for DAR. These ones are very good. I enjoyed these immensely. So Adrian said, Victoria, Concordia, Crescent. Yes, he yeah. did. I mean, he's he's basically gone and looked at the Arsenal badge, but essentially that, that translates that as victory grows out of harmony. Mm. That's good, that, isn't it? Nice bit of Latin on the pod there. You weren't expecting that, were you? I wasn't please? expecting that. Uh, we had um, at our middle school, nil impossible est. Nothing is impossible? Uh, I assume so, yeah. I don't think I ever asked, but yeah, I assume so. <laughs> I hope they just replied so. No, Danny. We just Nothing's had impossible. farming is great. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, but not in Latin. It was just that. Oh yeah, wall. no, we don't do Latin here. Don't be silly. <laughs> just, just <laughs> print it no out. Comic that. Sans stuck on the wall. 
A bit like Ted Lasso, where he's got Believe above the dressing room door. (laughs) Um, And finally, I love this. Neil Guthrie. Yes, John Guthrie's dad. Is it actually? It is. It is actually. Is it his dad? It is actually. Go on, Neil Guthrie. Yeah. Go on, Neil. He he wrote, so the first word you're going to have to make up for your own, because it was lots of stars. Okay. (laughs) Get in. (laughs) Yes. So star, 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 get in. Oh, and that is lovely. Amazing. That's, that's great. I love that. Love I mean, More look, relatives right. of players, please. Yes, please. We had we had Mitch Pinnock's dad um, last season um, saying hello to me and serenading us on the train to Barrow. <laughs> Can we um, get little Nana Max dead? Tweeting us, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... No. <laughs> I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent! Uh, nothing for Dar this week. You'll be pleased to know. Um, we're too, we're too happy for oh, that. We don't need Dar happy. this oh, weekend. Can you imagine, right? We're a week no, we away from recording. Yet. We're a week away from recording a potential party pod. It, we can't it's even think about. I can't even sing any songs at the moment for fear so nervous. that it could you go to, wrong. You talked about that, Charles, it. a minute ago when you said I wasn't nervous at three when I was. Every attack that went forward, I was convinced was going in in the evening, the like 94th minute. I was like, right, if they nick win here, they could go back in the other end and score again. I can't. Like, unless we're four or five one up, I'm not going to be sitting down and we're not going to be from now on, I don't think. Um, and I, oh, I'm so nervous already. I every found attack, being, I, I found being in the stadium, there was this really odd fantastic by the way because it was community day and the the atmosphere was amazing it was it was so well done there was so much going on it was such a beautiful kind of way to celebrate the day but towards the end of that match the nerves you could feel it you could and I remember looking at Sean at one point and it was like on 70 minutes and we were like are we going to get away with this and Sean was like just get it to 80 minutes and we'll be all right and we're just counting that clock down and it's like how crazy is that when you're three one up and actually although in hindsight we can probably say that we were controlling that game really well but when you're there and they're always attacking it looks because actually our defense looked okay we were caught out early definitely mm. they looked quite shaky early Max Dyche, once he got settled, he put in some brilliant headers and was really defensive, looked really sharp. McWilliams in defence was was quite a masterclass, I think. Some of the and basically he just bullied them off the ball. I mean their their front three were so good. Yeah. Like They're the number 20, ten. Twenty minutes, half an hour. Was that the guy on loan that actually yeah. um, oh, can't I can't pronounce his name, I'm really sorry. Something. Yes, something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, so, we don't want they, to do they were like buzzing around, yeah. weren't they? And like Armstrong's always going to give us problems. Yeah. He always does give us problems. Get him in because I'll uh, stop him from giving us problems. Um, and we can turn him into a goal scorer that doesn't score any goals. Um, <laughs> but um, Kazim Oleg, Oleg, I can't say it. <laughs> Kazim Olegby. Yeah. Yeah, he was just outstanding. He he really looked a class, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful to Harrogate because they've done a great job in achieving safety this year. I think that's a good achievement for them. But in terms, he did look above Harrogate level, if that makes sense. I I thought Harrogate looked above their league position for most of the game. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I did think this seems to be a side who. 
just in the wrong place in the division for some mm. reason. But I mean, I mean, I, l- l- you know, Danny, you agreed with me and you said, oh, I don't understand why a Harrogate down so low in the league. And I mean, the obvious answer is, well, they've lost more games than they've won, Danny. But, you know, there you <laughs> go. That's the that's the way that the cookie crumbles and everything. But I did think that it was going to be, I, I mean, when they scored within, what, two minutes, I was just like, oh, no, what on yeah. earth? And, and the worst bit for me was that you could see on Twitter fans of all the other clubs that are trying to get in the in the top three. So the Stevenage fans, the uh, the Bradford fans, they were all like, "Oh, look, look, look at the look at the scoreline at Sixfields. Oh, this is amazing." It was like, in hindsight, it was like we were just going, "Have a little bit of that, and then we'll take it away from you." Yeah, I watched, um, take it away. I watched I think- Arsenal Southampton on sorry Jeffy on Friday night, yeah. and I was getting similar kind of vibes of just like top of the league against one team near the bottom. Mm. Yeah, not that we're not taking them seriously, but it had that vibe of like, oh no, we're throwing it away because their front, their attack did look really, really strong. Um, and they they said on commentary, the guys said, oh, actually, it's a, it's the best time to concede because you've got time to get back into it. But mm. you still think, oh, you know, have we got it in us to to come from behind? Which is you keep forgetting that we've done to mm-hmm. again with the injuries to psychologically get back in the game and and to to go and win it and then control it how we did was. Really impressive. So yeah, fair play well, to them. I mean, look, it, they were they were some there were some fantastic goals. Yeah. Norman, you know, Norman on, just Norm. popping up from nowhere. Go on, Norman. I mean, I, that was vital uh, as well. That goal. Yeah, to 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 equalise that soon afterwards. I mean, it wasn't quite as soon as like Harrogate did to us in the reverse fixture, but you know, to get it back to one all. What was it within ten minutes or so? Yeah, I it think. was on about ten. Yeah, so I mean, that was that was vital, and I think that got the the fans not not necessarily back, but I think that got the fans going again. Like there was that little bit of like, oh no, and then to actually get that goal back, and and for it because it was quite scrappy um, as a goal, you know. Essentially, it's it's really awful defending, but. Um, who cares when they go in? Absolutely. Um, I, I think you. I think the first one, the first one was key because what it did is that it dented their confidence a little bit. So we were able to capitalize on that. But I think the second one, the quality is outstanding. Oh. The actual team play, that little triangle. And this is where yeah. we talk about the development of people like Bowie and Apparay. Like Apparay is not doing that three or four months ago. He's not... Mm completing that set of passes with such confidence and such speed to get that way. It was just beautiful. But then that was great because then we got in front, but even more vital to get that bigger cushion. And that pass from Pinnock to Bowie was special, but the goal itself was, was even more special. And I think there was just, it's a day where you manage a game, but it's three moments of quality that win you it. But it was, it was yeah. the third goal that I think that hit them because it was right on half time and they were like, oh, oh okay. Absolutely. Took it sales, didn't yeah, it, it yeah. killed them off completely. It was it was really, really, really good, I thought. It was just how clinical we were. This was the thing, was that I think at that point we'd essentially had three attempts on target yeah. and scored three goals. So you're like looking at it and going, brilliant. And at that point, and this is the bit that I found really interesting was I think earlier in the season, we want the cobblers to go on and get four or five, maybe more. 
But all I really cared about at that point was, right, that's it. Shut up. Shut up the shop. Shut up Done. Shop. Three one. Shut up no injuries. No nothing else. That I don't care if we well, don't no score injuries. any more goals. This is it. I just want this to be a nice, easy three one victory. I want this to be the most boring second half I've ever witnessed in my life. I do not <laughs> care as long as nothing happens and nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets really, you know, knackered and, you know, nothing bad happens. I was just like, stop the count. We are done. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we'll leave it there. The second half turned out to be quite, well, I don't know, it's weird, because I think we've got different views on this, but we'll talk about it after this break. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. We are talking, of course, about the 3-1 victory over Harrogate uh, that sees us one step closer to the League One lilt, as we <laughs> said at the beginning of the pod. Um, the second half, as I said before, uh, we went to the break. I think we saw two different things. Now, whether it's because you guys were there in the ground. You were there, weren't you, Danny? Or have I got that wrong? I've got no, that no. wrong. It was I? Neil. Went there. It was Neil, sorry. So me and Neil Jeffrey, did a, you a snazzy there. wave, didn't we? Well, he's not yeah, here, that but was, Neil, me, yeah. Neil and me did a snazzy wave. But I, I felt like that second half was really comfortable from a cobbler's perspective. The fact that we went from a back three to a back four, Norman came off, that put Dyche next to Sharing, which I thought at the time I was going, oh God, is this another injury? But I don't think it is. I think it was more that, it is didn't quite work. That back three it was, didn't work. It was, yeah, it was, I think it was to nullify their attack a bit as well because they were getting yeah. behind quite I, a lot. I thought it was okay. I, I th- yeah, I, no, look, I thought it was fine. I just don't think it was as solid as it could have been. I, want, I, I saw somebody on Twitter mention maybe it was because we had two left footed centre backs mm. in, in, in Dyche and Sherring trying to play. Uh, or is Norman left footed? I can't remember which two it is now. Dyche definitely is, isn't it? But. It almost I, I don't think, for example, that Dyche was massively comfortable on the right hand side. And it took him a little while to settle, definitely. Yeah. In the second half, he was much, much more assured of himself, I felt. And and that really steadied steadied the ship. And to be honest with you, all I really saw was just most of the, mostly it happening in sort of the middle third of the pitch. There wasn't I didn't feel like Harrogate were going to go on and score. I thought I, they were pretty much done, and I felt like we were just con- in control of every aspect of the game from that moment. But in the stadium, Jeffrey, you mm, obviously felt it was nervy. It was nervy. I think that McWilliams made a huge difference in the second half. I think that was quite pivotal. He's a very strong presence, um, and he's—I don't mean this in a in a bad way—but he's a real bully. Uh, and I mean that in a positive way. He'll he'll bully people off the ball. They had no mm. chance on that side because he just absolutely tore them to shreds, which is what you want to see. We were under a lot of pressure and we were sitting quite deep. But what I saw that I didn't see much of in the first half was that shape, very clear shape, and that clear line that you see with formation. That was that was back. So they'd obviously just almost calm themselves down at half time just to try and get that back again, and that worked quite well, I think. Hindsight is such a beautiful thing. And I actually do think that now sitting here, I think we did control it. But because we were so anxious about getting through that game, it felt 
worse than what it was, if that makes sense. Not in a in a negative way, it just in the stadium you just felt so nervous. But I also felt at this point what I feel is a real personal feeling towards what we're doing at the moment. I'm not just sat here as a fan watching my team play. I, I desperately want them to do it for themselves and I want them to do it for Brady and I want Brady to do it for himself and Colin to do it for himself and Rico and so on and so on. Because I think it would be a massive injustice, probably more actually than the injustice that we suffered last year because it's such a deeply personal one at this point because they have really brought us on this journey and they've come up against so much that actually I think it would be really soul-destroying to lose out at this point. So I I don't think I'm nervous because it's my football club. I think I'm nervous because I feel so connected with them and I want them to do it for themselves. For me, it's great because I'm a fan and I love it, but I'll be here next season, whether they're in the League Two or not, or League One or not. You know, I'd, mm. I'll be there, but I want them to do it because they deserve it. Yeah, it's almost like takes away take away what it means next season, right? First, like I always forget when we go up. Oh, we're actually going to be in League One next season. It's more about the 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 kind of culmination of what's happened rather than oh, look what's to come. It's like let's celebrate this because it's such an achievement, and it will be like said last week. I think it'll be coming close, as if not better, in the twenty sixteen achievement because of what it's what it means because of how many injuries we've had, because of the personal touch that John Brady's had about and the club all coming together, the fans coming together as one, and that we feel it so much and we want it so much for them, but even more than last season. We said this the same thing last season, but I think we, with what everything that we've come through and how they've managed the, the injury situation and the players they've brought in and spotted from absolutely nowhere, like your Harvey Lintot, who's been thrown away by Gillingham, the the Honda marks, the Bowies, the Leonards on loan and everything that, that they've managed to pluck from thin air and the, the Norman. David Norman out of yeah. absolutely nowhere as well. You could go on and on and on and the, the attitude that they've instilled in them. It makes you proud to be a Cobblers fan and that's what we wanted at the end of when Keith Cole left. We wanted to start again and we thought it might take a little bit longer than this to feel that, but it actually it's been growing for two and a half years and this is the culmination of it now, hopefully, that, you know, it it will feel like such an outburst of relief, but so much emotion if we do get over that line. And it's just, it's too long away still. <laughs> I just want it to be next Saturday now. This is it, isn't it? It's I mean, just I, you're I, thinking I, about it the whole time. Like every constantly day, thinking every about minute it, yeah. of the day, you're thinking to yourself, oh, is it Saturday yet? Oh, yeah. Come on, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> I hope so not. Much. I mean, still in Bristol. Nah. <laughs> <Up there>. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's going to mean, like, like you say, it's going to mean so much when it happens. And, I, and I, I think, I think you're right. I mean, John Brady said, didn't he, in his interview post match that this is essentially two and a bit years worth of work mm. has gone into getting to this point. And I think, I think credit has to go to the consistency of, you know, the management team, the coaching team, but also the people above that in the club. You know, there hasn't been any kind of. Um, knee-jerk reaction to anything apart from maybe me or the odd <laughs> fan here or there and it, it just that that all in it together spirit has been there from the start and yes yes we've been disappointed at times where we've looked at it and gone oh with with we're throwing it away or whatever and that to be honest with you I think only really comes from the fact that you're so invested in it and you want it 
to go so well because I don't know. I mean, look, if we go back to that squad that we had when we were in League One, I know it was difficult because we weren't able to actually go to the football or anything ourselves. But you look at some of those players, and I'm not going to name them. But <laughs> name it. You just. I think we can guess. You just don't. Yeah. You don't think to yourself, "Oh, I'd love to know that person. I'd love yeah. to go and have a you know have a chat with that person, have a beer with them." I. I just there was no affinity. Now maybe it is because of the fact that we weren't able to go to the game and actually be you know 20 feet away from them or anything like that but I just I can't help but with this group of people think that they're all just lads that I'd really love to just Mm. go to the pub and and have you know a drink with and a sing song and you know sing song a cuddle (laughs) (laughs) a bit of of piano with Ryan Haynes Oh, I'd love that. Absolutely love it. But I think I think with the League One squad that we had, and and actually when we we got promotion last time, it's a double edged sword here in what I'm going to say. But I think they were incredibly disciplined, and by having that discipline, it it somehow got us over the line. I know points per game came in and things like that, so it was slightly different, but. That discipline and that application that Keith Curl demanded did a job and did it well, did it efficiently. But there was a real imbalance because that was all there was, if that made sense. Mm. And that's why he's a really good firefighter manager. That's just the reality of what he is good at. You know, he's a fantastic ambassador for lower league football and does a great job at what he does. But there is an imbalance in what he does. And there has to be because he's normally a crisis manager. But when you then get to that next level and you come up to getting towards promotion, they need to sustain that, sustain that, sorry. You need more of a balance. You need that affinity with the fans. We've got discipline and we've got application in bucket loads with Brady at the moment. But what we also have is this real vulnerability in terms of personality, in terms of real engagement with the fans. We didn't have that before. And, and it's all modelled on in. the manager, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah. both yeah, of those teams were modelled on the manager. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with either manager and the way that they are. But, you know, Keith Curl... Very disciplined, very straight down, no nonsense. Do this, do this, do this. John Brady, much more open in terms of how he is with with the media, how he is with the fan base, how he is with everything. How he, you know, basically just buys into all of Northampton town, not just as a football club, but as a community. You know, they were talking on the radio on Saturday about how, um, you know, he's he's really good friends with Phil Dowson, the, the Saints head of, or whatever they're called, director of rugby, I think the, the top coach is called. Um, you know, and how they were talking about town. All of this stuff going on, like, bloody Saints fan uh, players singing Fields of Greens in, in the changing room. After a win, not quite sure how I feel about it, but at the minute, I'm happy. Let's just take it on. But all of these things, it's so in the image of what John Brady is like. And I think that's the thing that comes across more than anything. And I do think that the fact that we've had all this stability for the last two and a half years, he's built a team in his own image that, is winning points, you know, 
massive credit has to go to the fact that we've reached 80 points for the second year running. This time we've got two games left, so we can add to that tally, which is great. To go from where we were, you know, basically sleepwalking our way back to League Two under Keith Curl in the COVID year, to where we are now, it's a complete change. This isn't just a, we got relegated and we've built back up. This is a completely different football team to what we had before. And I think it's testament to what they've done at the club. I, I can't say, you know, any more mm. superlatives, really. For I do, because it, I, I do have If you're going to be concern. negative, Chesie, you cannot say anything. I've got one concern. Oh, dear. Okay. No. I do fear for John Brady... If we were to go up, I think he could just self-combust on the spot because he, at Sutton, at Sutton, he was literally, James Hennigan said it, or I think it was James or, or Jake, I can't remember. Mm. One of them said on social media, he's literally living and breathing this. You can see in his face and the way he went over to the crowd and was, you know, he kissing does. the crowd. Yeah. It was mm. just amazing. I honestly can't imagine what on earth is going to go through him, his head, if we do it, because I think he's just going to lose the plot. I can see him doing a Samson and running the, the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him to do like just a massive lap of honour. No, oh, he will. <laughs> and if he just doesn't, someone needs to drag him round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look. We're going to go to the post bag in a sec, but I just want to finish on this one thing, which is that I really, 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 really want us to do it on Saturday. So it's done. Because then wouldn't it be beautiful if we just went and fielded about 10, 15-year-olds <laughs> against Tranmere? Uh, post bag fair, time. We'd, we'd actually be able to do that because we've got so many injuries. We'd actually have a defence for that. <laughs> yeah, good point. All True. of ours are in hospital. <laughs> just... To the post, to the post, get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling, so get them all into the post, to the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post, put pen to the paper, do it sooner, not later, and get it all into the post. Get it in. Yes, it is post by time. Yes, do you want some post? Yes, please. Uh, so we've got an email, I think. Is this a letter? It is, email. From email. from Rob. Uh, Rob says, uh, I've got a surname, Rob. Uh, Hi team, I've been meaning to write this for a couple of weeks, but thought it would be good to hold back for a couple of results to go our way first. Well done. You mentioned last week about the music pre-game. For me, there's only one choice. We need Tina Turner, simply the best back, just before kickoff. And we need the announcer to call out everyone that was there in 97 to sing along, to build the atmosphere that we need. Hopefully we can play it after the game Saturday too. Wink emoji. Not sure who we need to speak to at the club. Maybe Tom can help, but we need this. I'll be there on Saturday. Really struggled to get a ticket for it earlier this month, but I'm proud of how many of us are going to be at Sixfields. It's going to be great and very tense. Thank you for what you do. Up the cobs, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Oh, thanks, Rob. A bit of Tina Turner. I don't know. I always that. found it a bit weird that we <laughs> played that back in the late 90s, I'll be honest. I mean, it, I, I genuinely thought it was just something that got played at the end of the game when we got promoted, not because it was oh no no it was it was run out music yeah for, for I know but I just yeah I don't know I don't know why no not for me personally I I'm okay with a liquidator yeah please don't get rid of the liquidator that's my favorite 
I mean, there's there, for me, there, there's something of a, I wish that we had something that was ours and ours alone. Yeah. Because everybody thinks of liquidator, they think of Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. And there were a couple, there were, there were more than just Chelsea that, that come out to the liquidator, including ourselves. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, my dad loves Tina Turner. It's like his favorite <laughs> artist, but. I still don't particularly want to hear Tina Turner <laughs> simply the best as we can. Uh, I don't know. No, I know. I know what you mean that. Like, it'd be good to have like a like a Maybe hip, it's my age, like a hip sunshine unleaf type type deal where we adopt a song and it just goes and goes and goes and it just carries on and you sing it before every game, but. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's when we get up a little bit into top ends of League One Championship when we've got more people willing to sing along at the start I of mean, the game. We need, I was going to say, we need like a. Because um, there's there's the, the Liverpool guy, isn't there, that has done a few of the songs that they've started singing? Jamie Webster is. And then there's the Arsenal one that was on All or Nothing, wasn't it? I think. Uh, where they Arsenal now fan sing TV. that before the game. No. There's a. <laughs> Somebody wrote a song about Arsenal, and then they all started singing it at the football uh, at the Emirates. Oh, is this the sing the just game. before kickoff? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to have so like, like that. I'd love something like that to happen for the cobbler. I mean, don't I'm not the person that's going to go and do it. I can't no. write a song for Toffee, but you know, I, wouldn't it be amazing? I mean, bring back Warehouse. I'm sure they'd get them in. I could it. help get with the tractor situation. I could use the tractor. <laughs> it's always a tractor every week. <laughs> you wonder how she's going to get it in. It <laughs> yeah, just comes yeah, in. It's a stuffy <laughs> week. Just in it comes. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Floats its way in. You yeah, how do we solve our left back problem? Well, you get a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd happily help. Oh, brilliant. Could get a goat I mean, look, as well. Look, I, I, I think that. Because it's one of those things where I just kind of always think that, you know, and we did used to do it where we, like, these boots are made for walking and things yeah, like that. Again, on it. But, I mean, you sort of look at it and go, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. I just don't think it's Tina Turner. I'm sorry, Rob. Oh, I do so love outrageous. a bit of Tina Turner, though. She's great. I love a bit of Tina Turner. I just don't particularly think. I don't know. I, I, maybe, I, maybe I'm just too cynical about it, and I'm worried about the impression it gives to outside. And like people go, oh, they think they're the best. Look at them playing Tina Turner. I, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit. Meh. It it, it worked for the time. I think. I think it worked at yeah. the time. I'm not sure. Yeah, because don't forget now. Obviously, music changes, doesn't it? Yeah. Through generations. Yeah. Because, for example, uh, yeah. if, if really. And truly, if you look at um, the, oh, remind me of the name of the song that the women adopted for the World Cup. Oh. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. No, not Sorry. Sweet Caroline, the other oh, one. the other one. Um, oh, what's it actually called? I don't know it's called. Yeah, yeah, anyway, you know. that's a completely different dynamic of a song that you would expect Freed in from a stadium, desire, but it works. One. Yeah, Free From Desire. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't imagine that to work in a stadium, right? But it does. Hmm. Mm. It yeah. almost needs to like happen by accident. It doesn't yeah, yeah, first. absolutely. Like get people singing along for it and then adopt it from there that we do yeah. every week. So, but yeah, I think that's probably one for when the the stands are full every week because I think at the moment people trickle in right before kickoff, don't they? And it you you struggle to get that hmm. that sort of thing, like a sing along thing. That's a, but yeah, thank you, Rob. Enjoyed that. Thanks, Rob. Um, Ash, Ash, hi, Ash, hi, Ash. <laughs> there he is, Ash. How do you find Is a ball that you've kicked? <laughs> no, it's not that, Ash. 
Oh, by the way, speaking of Ash, not not him, but Kian Bolger won a league title couple last week. No, he didn't. Yeah, Shut he did. up. You know, he went to Larne in Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah they won the league and he was did part they? of the team that won the league. Was it, yeah. was it step 49? No, they. it was step, the top step, H. The, the top step? Yeah, H. H from, yeah. He, <laughs> they, uh, they won the top league what of North Ireland. The top, eight, top step in H. <laughs> what? I don't know. I've lost it. Carry on. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, Keen Bolger won the league. Well done, Keen. Get him back. Um, Ash says, Jeffrey, Dear Neil. Jeffrey, do you want to congratulate Keen Bolger <laughs> on his win? <laughs> if you could see her now, everybody. <laughs> Face like thunder. <laughs> uh, Ash says, Dear Neil, if you could guarantee taking one, but only one, of Bowie or Leonard on loan again next season, hopefully League One, which one would you take? And a sub-question, would you trade your choice for a fully fit Josh Epia? Best regards, okay. Ash. Thanks, Ash. Can I answer the first, second question first? Yes. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't think we've seen that ever, have we? No. So it's not going to happen. So therefore, no point. Maybe once no Orient, but no. Yeah. Um, that's a really tough question. I, I put out a tweet on Sunday morning about um, it was off the back of what the club had tweeted, a picture of Kian Bowie uh, celebrating and basically saying what a goal it was. And I you know, basically saying what a player he's been for us. This, this, and this. Lots of superlatives for him. And most of the replies were all about Mark Leonard. <laughs> I was like, I'm not forgetting Mark Leonard, but this was a post about Kieran Bowie. And everybody's jumped on. So I'm a little bit like, I think a lot of people, just judging by the reaction to that tweet, a lot of people would probably take Mark Leonard back over Bowie. I. I'd I rather know. have Bowie. I think I'd rather have Bowie, but I don't know Only whether that's because. because of like the character thing as well. Yeah, and that might be a little bit harsh on Leonard yeah. because I think Bowie is just really connected to the crowd. I'm not saying Leonard hasn't, but Bowie is overly connected to the crowd mm-hmm. in terms of what loanies usually do. Yeah, like he winds the crowd up big time. He winds the opposition up big time. Yeah. He seems to have really bought into the club, which you can't say is it's got to be a difficult job. You got to be honest, <laughs> and. Um, you know, I think if we go up, I'd happily take both of them back. But if I could take one, I think Bowie, in terms of his character, to drive people on for someone his age, if we could get him back again for another season and then, you know, maybe look into a sneaky bid. Um, I think it's very difficult to choose one or the other. The fact yeah, that, very different that Ash players, has said they? that you can only have one, I would take Bowie. Hmm. Jeffy? Because you I think we've got agree, enough. I, don't think. I think we've I don't got know. enough to cover Leonard potentially as well. I mean, he is a quality, quality player, but I think we we may have enough to cover that that kind of role at the moment. uh, I think that you're right, Danny. Thanks. I think we've got enough there to cover. I wouldn't want to let Leonard go, really, but it's one of those questions where it's like choosing between children, really. I would say what would be interesting to see would be the development of Louis Appare alongside Bowie because we know that that's worked quite well that lovely triangle that works with Hoskins and it would be a shame not to see that develop a bit further having said that Leonard and McWilliams together just glorious and, so, and I John. don't know John. Uh, I mean we need him to be here forever let's be honest see, I, I wonder whether you look at it and you go <laughs> Hondemark has been brought in as more of the the future. I wonder whether he was brought in knowing, well, Leonard's, you know, only on loan, so he'll go back to Brighton at the end of the season. 
both of them, I think, deserve a, a, a go at League One at least next season, regardless of who they're with. Um, and I can, That's the na- next natural step, isn't it? For, for exactly, yeah. yeah. And I I can see potentially a championship club wanting one or, a, or either of them as well. Um, whether that would be right for their development, I don't know. I'm not. I don't think it would be to be a coach, but because you know, they'll only end up on the bench in this championship, anyways. So. Yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? It's Whereas, I would, I would want. I mean, if it, if I, if I had John Brady's ear, which I obviously don't, then I would <laughs> be basically ear? saying he got to his him, nose, having his ear. You know, you, you, you know, you talk to him, you can confide in them. You know? Not heard that expression before. Okay, never. Um, but if I was, you know able to sort of just just phone up John Brady and and give him advice which he definitely wouldn't want from me anyway then I I'd, I'd be saying look everything you can get those two back we said the same about Callum Morton didn't we yeah we yeah, did that was frustrating mm. I think but that's potentially really... though because Callum Morton was far and away above the level of everyone else mm-hmm. and that doesn't say a lot about everyone else at this point. No, well, this he probably it, wasn't it? as good as he actually looked I think he's proved that I don't that he, he wasn't <laughs> yeah, everyone else was just not thought. very good <laughs> but yeah including Exeter and Cheltenham yeah, but yeah. Good, that good, league good was question, not great though, I enjoyed yeah, that. Very yeah that was a great question we had to think that made my brain hurt <laughs> Oh, pay um, yourself for the game, Jeffy, later on. Oh, my yeah. brain is just... Goodness. Um, if you want to get in touch, podcast.cobblers2me.com or find us on the Twits at Cobblers2me. Thank you very much. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with some NTFC Women News. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers To Me. It's lovely that you're sticking around to the end of the pod. We've got a game coming up shortly, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Jeffy probably won't, but you will. Um, NTFC Women played their final home game of the season on Sunday. Um, they were at home to Solly Hull Moors, Danny. Mm. And they lost 1-0. Yes. Disappointing yeah. way to Disappointing. finish the home yeah, you want to go out with a bang, don't you? We want to still Absolutely. want to finish above that blue lot, which I think is they're still three points ahead of us with a game in hand. So mm. that if they lose that game in hand, that there's still something to play for next week. Um, but still, top half, fifth in the league at the minute. Solihull just behind us. A, a great season. You can't really complain, can you? If it if it drops off a tiny bit, we came away from Stourbridge last week, just frustrated, which is like we say, the sign of how far we've come. So it's you know it's naturally going to be potentially dropping off for the last couple of games, but you can't complain about that really. It's it's um I think it's I'm right in saying it's guaranteed top half now, which is fantastic achievement uh for first season at this level. Um so yeah. Whatever. I mean I, th- I I think they've done a fantastic job to get uh where they've managed to get to, you know, to yeah. be competitive in this league, you know, with pretty much the same squad that we had last season. So again there's mm-hmm. continuity there. It's been a smattering of uh, new faces um, in and around the squad as well, which have improved us. I, I think it's been a very special few years for the women's side. And yes, it's a shame that they couldn't finish off the, the home campaign, home part of the campaign with a win. Um, but look, next up, Doncaster Rovers away on the 30th. Um, interestingly, I noticed that that blue lot, Danny, um, mm-hmm. they beat Stourbridge 
on Sunday. Oh, so yeah. the winners. Um, yes. Well, Don't forget that's after they've confirmed championship. Confirmed so sometimes that can have that effect, can't yeah. it? Where's Tom Foolery going on as well, by the way, with that blue lot playing Doncaster in the game in hand after everyone's finished the season. Yeah, what's, what's that well, about? Come on now. Shocker. Shocker. Tomfoolery, I say. How dare they? I don't say How that lightly. Um, but yeah, so I mean, look, if you can, it, it's going to be one of those because it's uh, Doncaster away next Sunday. Um, but they've had a fantastic season. And regardless of what they do in that game, um, I think they deserve to be celebrated for yeah, a fantastic Fantastic first season in Division One Midlands of the FA Women's yeah. National League. Yes, very good. Terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Well done. Um, we look forward to next season after that game. Um, speaking of games. Yeah. Danny. Yeah. Um, I was um I was gonna talk about the EFL awards, but it's there's oh. more bre- <laughs> I've been watching the stream like next to me. There's more breaks than the cobbler's injury list at the minute. Um, it's, it's worse than the um, FSA awards, Charles. <laughs> How long it's taken um, to get to these awards? We've so, um, but we've won one already. Hey, yeah, Josh Tomlinson, oh, League Two, League Two Apprentice of the Year. Go on, Tom. Well Lowe. done, Josh. Big Tom future Lowe, ahead of him, that boy. Yes, go on. Is he the one that scores the worldies or has scored the worldies? He was. He was. No, that was Reuben Wyatt. Oh, that was Reuben Wyatt. Josh Tomlinson is our youngest ever senior yes, pro. That's it. Yeah, he played in the Papa and John's our league. youngest ever scorer, I believe, as well. Yeah, yes. I believe so yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, Josh. Well done. Um, we missed out on the Green Award to Bristol City, so I'll be going to steal that before I move. <laughs> Do you know what Bristol City are doing? Is does look pretty incredible. To be fair, yeah. they also took home the same award at the FSAs back in November. Mm. Um, so yeah, it does look very, very good. I think a lot of what Bristol City are, are doing is something that is going to be happening with the Cobblers as well. Um, from what I've been uh, mm. whispered, mm. but yeah, um, you never John know. Brady's ear. No, 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 no. I don't have his ear, as I no. told you before. I thought you had no. it in a box. Um, no. no, but Sam Hoskins is up for um, League Two Player of the Year. That's still to come, um, as we record on Sunday. We haven't. We'll uh, we'll bring you the result of that Can one. I preempt it? Can I preempt it? it? And, on. Andy Cook will win that. Done. There you go. go well on. done, Sam, for being nominated. Terrific well done, achievement. What's the well last time Sam. we had someone even in the last three for that? Uh, probably 2015 16, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, course. yes, it was. Because... <laughs> Rick in all times. Did, didn't yeah. Wilder win the manager? Manager, he, he would have had yeah. to. There's <laughs> yeah, there was no other way, really, was there? Let's be honest. No. By yes, the way, Michael he Appleton, is sit down. Me, he's making me laugh out loud with his enjoyable Watford post matches at the moment. Go on, Wilder. He is, yes, he's yeah. hilarious. Get Are we good individuals? Can. No, are we good team? No, and I'm like, yes, Wilder, you tell him. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> And what for fans, about, not that you're Danny? listening, but listen to him because he knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, game. Game. Okay. Game, right. I've had set, f- match. There was a few complaints last week from you two about this yeah, game. Yeah, because so... it was outrageous. <laughs> it's an ongoing theme, so I thought I'd keep it simple this week. Oh, well, because that means they can't be for me. keep it simple, stupid. Is that I mean, in was? theory, this is quite factual, so it shouldn't be. There shouldn't be any grey areas, basically. Oh, so we don't need any of that. Um, so, yeah. on Sunday, Charles, you you'll know what happened on Sunday. What happened on Sunday? Big event. Um, Big event. FA Cup semi final. No, 
Uh, the, the other uh, one, oh, still in London. London, London Marathon. London Marathon. 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 Three o'clock. Oh, yeah, the London Marathon. Marathon. Yes. I didn't get the alarm. <laughs> Give me someone said it was my alarm. alarm. Was early, which I was, I was quite in a pub and it was bloody loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get, that's going to be the the uh, thing at work on Monday morning, isn't it? Now, did you get the alarm? Yes. Did you get the alarm? Anyway, on three network. I didn't bloody get the alarm. Oh, third rate citizen, me. Why well, didn't I get the alarm? You haven't got a phone, Dave. <laughs> London anyway, Marathon. Yes. London Marathon was this this weekend. So um, this week we're going to be playing. Bear with me, little no, little Johnny Mar- no little Marathony Maxted. Well <laughs> I like the name. I like the name. That's what it sounds proper. <laughs> this week we're going to be playing little Marathony Maxted. Cool, little Marathony Maxted. So. All we want you to do is to name anyone, any player at all, who's ever played over 300 games in all competition for the Cobblers. As in, okay. stayed here for a marathon amount of time. Did you get it? Yeah. So that's yeah. Anyone, I'm not going to be very good at this, as usual. Anyone I, want know, played, I want to know why you didn't go with 262. Because I didn't want to. Oh. No. Anyone who's played over 300, and it wasn't on Wikipedia, um, anyone who has played over 300 <laughs> games in all competition for the Cobblers, to be clear, that's Northampton Town Football Club. Okay. Um, Charles, heads or tails? Um, heads. Tails, Charles. Oh, Come on, Charles. Jeffy, you've got 15 players to choose from. 15. Anyone that has played over 300 games Is that it? for the Cobblers in all competition, yeah? Oh, fifteen okay. players in total. Only fifteen? Oh god, yeah. if I get this wrong, it's yeah. well embarrassing. You just Obviously, have to name one. I'm gonna go for Sam Hoskins to start with. Sam is always Hoskins, straight in there. Is yes, that correct? Yeah. Have I done yeah. well? You've done well. Three hundred and thirty six according to Wikipedia might be a little bit little bit I'm not sure how up to date it is, but yes. Okay. Sam is wise Hoskins. Okay. Number seven in the list. If that helps you. Doesn't help at all. I'm going to go with the only one that I definitely know, and that is Ian Samo Sampson. Ian Samo Sampson, 449 games, slotting in at number two. Yes. That was that season where um, 449 was the semi, wasn't it? Was it the semi final? He might have given you a semi, but I don't remember it. The playoff semi with the Mansfield was that? It's 449. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, so 450 would have been the final, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy, any more? I know one. And the Go reason on. I know one is because it was Sean, one of Sean's favourite players. Because I, I'm hopefully getting this right. Okay. Because he used to walk up Abington Avenue with a bag of chips on his way <laughs> to the game with Brilliant. the player doing the same thing. And it was Peter Gleisier. Peter Gleisier, yes. Mm. Number three. Yeah. He had loads, didn't he? How many did he actually have? I remember. Four, 412. Yeah, okay. 112. That's yeah. Well, that's sorry. How lot. many? How many games or how many fish and chips? You mean? I mean, fish and chips would be a lot, I guess. Yeah. I I'm sure it was Peter Gleisier. I might have got that completely wrong, but I'm sure it was Peter Gleisier. Yeah, yeah, Peter Gleisier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean Charles. the fish and chip story. I know he had. A I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, anyone else who's been walking along the street with food or not part of the top fifteen marathon um, appearance? The cobblers. Come on. Anyone else? Come on, Charles. There's some obvious ones in here. Oh, is there? Some obvious yeah. ones. Well, you you got the top one that's I would say is Okay. I think then <laughs> I'll go for the top one then. Oh. Go from the top, one from the top. 
Is that Tommy Fowler? Is that? Of course it oh. is. Yeah. Yes, of course it is. Tommy Fowler. Tommy Fowler. Five five two. Keith Cole's preferred formation, of course. Uh, Where was Samo, by the way? At number two. He, did you say seven? He was number two. Two. Hmm? Sam Sam Hoskins is number seven. Oh. I heard him say that. I didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam one. Hoskins was seven. Right. Yeah. Tommy Fowler was uh, number one. Five five two. So there you go. You got the top two. A uh, top three. You've got actually. Jeffy. Well, we've got the top three. Got the okay. Top three. This is now. I'm going through eras now. Yeah. <laughs> Go through all the eras. So I'm going to Graham Carr's era just to see if I can work out from there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if I'm trying to name the Graham Carr era, management era. No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Phil Chard? Philly Chard. I think I'm done after that. I don't think I've got any more. Three, three, one. Because Sean used to tell me all about that see- those seasons. Yeah, it's the names that pop up that you've been yeah. told about, isn't it? Yeah, which is oh, probably God, goes for a lot of these now. Okay, oh, Charles, probably. come on, right? Okay, on. right. I do not know. I do not know. I'm going to go for our record scorer because I've got a feeling you've got good to shout. play a lot of games Very good in shout. order to get all those goals. So Jack English, Jack English, three, two, one. Oh, God, that was three, my two, next one, one Charles. <laughs> Oh, was that your next one? Yeah, I I'm just, out now. Again, I don't yeah. have a clue now. I, I will be like, <laughs> oh, okay. God. Come on, Jeffy. You know it that Charles be. hasn't got a clue. Can you pull a name out of the hat from anywhere? So, okay. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Pull something out. Go on. I'm now going back to the 60s in my head. I wasn't born then, clearly. <laughs> I'm loving I'm going this. Back I'm loving this. You keep going names. back. Just I'm think of all the How are you going back? Going think of all the books, this, all the books you've read on the cobblers in the past oh, about the history. Who's who's there? Whose little face is peering out from the book? Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, how long are we going to give it to look it up on Wikipedia, uh, Danny? I'm going to need an answer. I I don't. I genuinely don't have one. He, I don't think I have gonna, one. Are we equal? On. Are we on the same number? Jeffy's, of, Jeffy started, so you'd need to name one, I think, Charles. Oh, I'd need to name one. Yeah, I Jeffy haven't started. Got a clue. No, are you going to pass it over? Yeah, I, I haven't got any more. That's no. all that's in my head. Oh. I mean, it's it. hard, Danny. It's really hard. That's a hard game. There can't oh, be one. anybody past between Sam Hoskins and Samo. So between that's Sam essentially my... In- well, they, you know, in terms of dates that they played for the Cobblers, there oh, can't be anyone in between Samo yeah. when Samo got his and then... Yeah, where that's where Hoskins I went and then I went back again. Because that that's the sense. thing, right? That's my... That's essentially my, my time supporting the the cobblers. So I, I went back to big names like, in there. Yeah, so I went back through the but I can't think of any more names. Anyone else chance? Come on. Can he drop one in? Well not really. Well, <laughs> is it gonna be a draw? First ever draw. No, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. No. I can't, I can't give you if, if there the are people radios, screaming, it's because it's because, Danny, they're a lot older than we are, all right? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people are screaming out names I don't Melly's know. swearing at the radio right now the well that's because he's 75 on Wednesday 
<laughs> Evening, Melly, or morning. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to call it a draw then. First ever draw. Oh, that's hard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that was hard. Well, that's what that's what you get for complaining. How many last did we week. manage to get? Three each. Four? four each. I think you got one, two, three, four in total, didn't you? Oh, yeah, four in total. Yeah, I was so say, two, yeah, it wasn't two each. Oh my god! Yeah, you shake hands at that two all. So shall I run through the list? Go on, Go mate. See yeah, we got, got uh, no Tommy idea. Fowler, obviously number one. Yeah. Ian Sampson, Peter Glesia, yeah. uh, quite yeah. obvious ones. Um, Edwin Freeman, number four. Uh, between right. 1905 to 1920. Between when? 1905 to 1925. It's popped up no. in the new though. No. Uh, Leonard Hammond. How did you not get him? 1924 to 1932 with 325. Rolly Mills. Oh, now that's, that's a, a name I've heard. Rolly Mills. Mills. That's a fantastic I've heard of Rolly Mills or Rolly yeah. Mills. Yeah. Well, you should have named him, Charles. Well, I, I wouldn't. I didn't know him to name him. Crikey. <laughs> I've just heard the name. Now you've said it. Blimey. Yeah. Jack English in there at number 12. He got uh, last three, you didn't get number 13. Ron Patterson. Of, okay. uh, 1952 to 1961 fame, Tommy Wells, three one six, and then uh, little Barry Tucker. <laughs> I I I'm sorry, but that was a really hard game. But I I'm impressed that we managed to get two each there, Charles. They've both lost it. <laughs> I shall carry the rest <laughs> of this recording while they little Barry it. Tucker two spells <laughs> for for little Barry Tucker. <laughs> 1971 to 1977 and 82 to 83. Danny's really lost it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. This, I really this enjoyed it. Like... <laughs> that was a really, really fun game to end the, uh, end the pod. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, one more game uh, to come. One more one game, more game to see. That's come. it. Preview show at the end of the week. What will we our game be oh next gosh. week? Oh, we'll, oh my God. I thought we'll... It, we'll have a game next week. It might just be... It'll be, it'll be Jim I'll versus Charles. Doing, I was going to say. Yeah, it might be. Oh, oh man. goodness me. Right. That is it for this week. Thank you so much, Chesie. Thank you so much, Danny. It's been You're brilliant. Welcome. If you want more from us, sign up to our Patreon from just £5 a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. You can get loads of extra content, including our other weekly episode. That's right. You can get a third weekly episode from us called The Basement Tales, where we discuss don't we Danny all of the uh, other League 2 news and uh, views um, next up of course it is that massive massive home game against Bradford it is sold out we will all be there yes. will you be there I hope you will be be there or be square be one of the biggest games that we've had for a long old time we'll have a preview show out on Friday with a Bradford fan before it thank you so much for listening goodbye Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division One. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network.